From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, June 28th. I'm David Barron. Today, critics say the CIA should not have signed a $100 million contract with the company formerly known as Blackwater. And other critics say President Obama should not have so many unsigned treaties languishing on his desk. Our treaty partners around the world will begin to say, well, talk is one thing, but we want to see you actually making good on getting through these treaties that we've negotiated with you through your Senate so that you actually become a treaty partner. Now this news. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. The Supreme Court in the United States has ruled that no individual city or state can restrict the right of American citizens to own guns. The court decided that a ban on handgun ownership in the city of Chicago was unconstitutional. Paul Adams in Washington says the ruling could lead to gun laws being challenged in U.S. states. By a majority of five to four, the Supreme Court has decided that Americans have the right to own guns wherever they live. Two years ago, the same court issued a ruling which applied only to the District of Columbia. It's a hugely symbolic victory for those who interpret the U.S. Constitution to mean that individuals have the right to bear arms. But what it means in practice is less clear. Cities and states have a variety of rules which govern gun ownership. Some will doubtless now be challenged. But the Supreme Court's ruling makes it clear that it's not trying to do away with all regulation. A Mexican politician who was expected to win a state election has been killed on the campaign trail. Rodolfo Torre Cantu, who was running for governor in the northeastern state of Tamaulipas, was shot along with four of his supporters. From Mexico City, Julian Miglierini reports. Rodolfo Torre Cantu was the favourite to win Sunday's regional elections in Tamaulipas state. He was traveling to attend a campaign rally when his convoy was attacked near the airport of Ciudad Victoria. An identified gunman opened fire and killed Mr. Torre Cantu and four other people. The Setas and the Gulf drugs cartels are fighting a turf war in the state to control what they see as a crucial drugs route into the United States. Fighting the drug-related violence was one of Mr. Torre Cantu's central campaign promises. The former leader of Panama, Manuel Noriega, has gone on trial in Paris, accused of laundering the profits of Colombian cocaine traffickers through French banks. He's been in custody in France since his extradition in April from the United States, where he'd served 20 years in prison for drug trafficking. His French lawyer, Olivier Mitzner, argues that Mr Noriega should not face any new trial. The issue today is to know whether France can judge a former head of state. The international conventions, the international tradition do not allow it. And France has always recognised that principle. The charity Save the Children says severe food shortages in an area of southern Sudan are being made seriously worse by the arrival of thousands of people expelled by officials from another area. 14,000 members of the Lu Nuer ethnic group have been forced to leave their homes in Upper Nile State and trek for days to Jonglei because local officials say they don't have residency rights following a redrawing of boundaries. The area where they're arriving is already coping with more than 20,000 people displaced by fighting last year. World News from the BBC.
The Belgian king, Albert II, has arrived in the Democratic Republic of Congo, ahead of celebrations to mark 50 years since the country's independence from Belgium. Many Congolese welcome the visit, but it's angered others who say it's inappropriate given the killings inflicted on the country by the king's predecessor, Leopold II. Thomas Fessy reports from Kinshasa. It is a symbolic occasion. King Albert II has been invited by the Congolese authorities to celebrate 50 years of independence from the former Belgian colonial ruler. King Albert will meet President Joseph Kabila, but Belgian officials say that he would not give a speech. His visit has sparked a mixed reaction amongst the Congolese. Some think it is inappropriate, others acknowledge the need for close ties between the two countries. The French oil giant Total has stopped selling oil products.